Jesus, thank you for being with us here on My Talk 1071. It's the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, but minus Bradley plus Colleen Lindstrom. Hi, friends. And she, um, I love this because I know the story that you're going to talk about, mm-hmm. and I don't know what I would do. Okay, so I have a little conundrum. This is a what would you do. So, listeners, please listen intently to what had happened and then please give us a call at 651-641-1071 to tell us what you would do in this situation yes okay so it's a real story so a friend of mine lent her car to another friend and the friend who borrowed the car smoked a cigarette in the car Um, i don't know maybe one maybe more i don't know uh but they tried to cover up the smell of the cigarette in the car. I have news. <laughs> I, I don't know if you know this, no. but I want people who smoke to know this, that people who don't smoke can smell it, even if you think you put flowers over it. Yeah. Or, I don't know, like beach smells or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we, our nose, the nose knows. Yeah, and your nose blind right now. Exactly. To the smoke. Exactly. So they tried to cover it up with like an air freshener and then they returned the car. But like it's very obvious that the yeah. person smoked in the car. And so beyond, I mean, obviously you're never going to, you know, lend the car to that friend again. But what do you do? 651 641 1071. How would you handle a situation? Where you lent a car to somebody else and they smoked in the car. Oh my gosh. Are our phones working today? They are. We'll have them. Okay, good. I I just sometimes we never know. I'll have to introduce you to you. So uh, the computer that shows me uh, who's calling and uh, which line they're on, uh, the keyboard is gone. It's going to be be a surprise. (laughs) So Mike will just have to interrupt us and tell us, hey, you know, we have somebody on the line. That works. Personally, I would want to call them out. Is this person that lent the car okay with saying something? Yes. First of all? Yes. Okay. So this, the person who I know who's, who, to whom the car belonged mm-hmm. uh, is not a person who is shy about talking about it. Okay. Good. So I, that is the first step because sometimes I have a hard time confronting people. Totally. And I just totally. suffer. But see, this is one of those moments, and so I just suffer. I suffer in silence. This is one of those moments where, you know, and this happens, trust me, like I get it, I have kids, where you realize after the fact you should have told them not to do something, but you didn't have the fourth, you didn't think you needed to tell them that. Yeah. Right? So it's like, sometimes yeah. you assume. Like, I didn't think you would do this, so we didn't So I didn't tell it. you not to. Like, I can't give you a list of all the things I could imagine you might do yeah. in my vehicle like, and tell you not to do it. Yeah, like, don't poop in it Right, like, for example. <laughs> like, I didn't think that was an option, right? Like, I thought we were all operating under the same social graces. Yes, So I didn't yes. think I had to say that. 651-641-1071. Well, we got you callers. Do? Okay, oh, good. let's start off with Jack. Okay. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Hi. Hi, you guys. Hi. Well, I haven't seen you since the State Fair, Colleen. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing great. Thank you, Jack. Good. I had this problem. I bought a used car oh. um, in Bloomington, and I had this problem where the previous owner smoked cigarettes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I talked to a taxi driver uh, up in Duluth, and he told me that they use a product. You can Google it. It's like 
Onium or Onium. It looks like a breath spray kind of little can that you hold in one hand, mm-hmm. but it neutralizes the cigarette smoke. You can spray it in your car, close the door, and it neutralizes that smell. And I used it in the used car, and it worked. You know what? Thank you, um, Jack, for your call. I've I've had to use something like this before to get rid of a smoke smell in a house. Yeah, and it's unbelievable. Like oh, it does great. neutralize the air, so it does take care of the smell, which is a great thing. How do you take care of the personality? That's what I'm more curious about. <laughs> Thank you, Jack, for your call. We got Charles on line. All right. Awesome. Hey, Charles, what's going on? Not a whole lot. Oh, hey, great. Hi, Charles. Hello. It's good to hear your voice. Number one, when you use someone else's car, it's just out of respect. Don't smoke. Right? Yeah. And don't in the car either. Number two, I had somebody borrow a car, and I missed work because they didn't return the car. <gasps> Oh, my God. Okay, so then this what is... I'm learning from this, Charles, is that we just shouldn't lend people cars. <laughs> right. And because it's just that it's a slippery slope, and like I said, because once you borrow the car and they don't return it, you can't call the police because it says you gave them and they had right. to <laughs> Right. It's <sighs> like, well, that's just a problem you need to work out with them. They're not going to pursue that. Right. Right. But if you have to borrow your car to somebody or your family or something, you just say right away, hey, if you smoke, don't do it in my car. There you uh, go. There you all go. All right. Well, thank you, Charles. If only we could go back in time, right? Yeah. Let's uh. see what Kay has to say. Maybe for the first caller to have a solution to the I, original question. Let's see. Okay. Hey, Kay. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. How are great. you, Kay? What oh, do you, good, good. How do you bring well, up the, this topic or... Well, first of all, if it's a friend of mine, they know I don't smoke. So they would know not to smoke in my car. So I don't think you have to say, please don't smoke in my car, because I'm not a smoker. You know you don't smoke in my car. Mm-hmm. Um, in Minneapolis, there's a couple detail places. They're like $100 where, you know, they'll do the full, like you said, that um, neutralizing, clean the car, scrub the car. It's about 100 And I would just call this person up and say, you can come and pick up my car on Saturday. And go ahead and take care of my car, and you will do this. <laughs> and I wouldn't give them an option. Yeah. I would just tell them that that's, that's what they're doing. Yes. And, that's a and good if answer. if they don't want to do it, then I probably would reevaluate how good of a friend they are. You that's, know, if yeah. they can't respect. It's really a respect thing to me. It's right. Like, you know, I mean, you don't, I, I, like I said, if you're that good of a friend to give a car to, they know you're not smoking. Yeah, so one I would think. think of lighting up. Right. So I guess. I would feel very disrespected, and if they can't fix it, then I'd be kind of like, hmm, I guess maybe I thought that was a better friend than it was. Yeah. I love this. Thank, Thank you, Kay. for being direct, Kay. Yeah, yeah. Right. I Happy love that. I'm, I've made an appointment. You will take my car there, and you will bring it back to me, and everything that happens in between will be your responsibility. <laughs> yes, I love that. Or you could even give them the option, would you rather do this appointment I've set up on Saturday or Sunday, it's your choice. But yeah. You're doing it. Or, or, third, secret third option, buy me a new car. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> he didn't have the chance to hold on, but uh, Stillwater Steve called in, our oh, buddy, and yes. he said he just wanted you to know, Colleen, of all people, you should know that nothing's real and everybody smokes. That is a fact. That is true. I should oh, yes. know that. I should <laughs> have of known. Course, of course. <laughs> okay. Um... We have to talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. They're doing the next level thing mm-hmm. in coupledom, mm-hmm. coupledom, in the world of couples. Yeah, <laughs> that I got it. Yes, I knew exactly what you were saying. We got to talk about. Oh my.
my gosh. <laughs> this song. Throwback right there. Oh, yeah. I like it. It's great. Um, welcome to My Talk 1071. Sometimes I forget the station I'm on because I've worked at many stations. I hate to say that, but when you're on autopilot, sometimes you want to say something Weird else. Weird things come out of your mouth. Especially when I'm sitting in a different seat. I'm sitting in Bradley's seat right now. Uh, you're listening to The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk. Colleen is our resident Swifty. Here I am bringing all the Swift. You are brought a great conversation it was a sub stack yeah so Anne helen peterson is this wonderful writer and she writes on Substack, and um she is like a pop culture she's like she has an academic look at she takes an academic look at pop culture mm-hmm. so she's not like you know we are around here where we're just sort of observing it and reacting to it she actually applies uh, sociology, et cetera, to pop culture, right? So she wrote this really great piece on her Substack called "I You Only Like the Beginning of Things. Mm-hmm. And it's about Taylor Swift and what is why people are so enamored with the Travis Kelsey-Taylor Swift relationship. So I've been paying attention in a different way because I read through that. And one of the things she talks about is that Taylor Swift is essentially like making a story out of her life. And she's she's very much the architect of this. So everything from the first time she was walking out in public holding Travis Kelsey's hand, people were comparing that moment to the moment in the movie Twilight when Edward <laughs> holds Bella's hand for the first time in yeah. public, right? I mean it's it's like that it is there are that many side by side literary mirrors. Yeah to the storyline that she is creating. Well, we've reached a new level. So I thought about that article when I saw the headlines about, did you know that they went to a Christmas party this weekend? I did. Did you know that they wore matching squirrel sweaters? I did, but I, I knew that, but I didn't click on the article. Fine. There's nothing to the article. <laughs> because literally the article is, they went to a Christmas party and they were wearing matching squirrel sweaters. Seriously. And yes, you can get these squirrel sweaters if oh. you want a Christmas squirrel sweater. But all of this was just compiled by casual, you know, fans who were looking at social media pictures that he had emerged of the two of them at this Christmas party. Uh, they were uh, they were just I don't even know. One of them is in Spanish and I can't read it because I don't read Spanish. <laughs> But they were just milling around wearing a squirrel sweater and everybody is going bonkers. For example, one person tweeted, um, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey wearing matching squirrel sweaters at a Christmas party. (laughs) Like that's headline news. Uh, Another person literally acted like this might be the best things she'd ever seen and was planning to um, actually plots because she was so excited about it. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I love Taylor and I'm really excited, but I don't know what, why this is a headline other than they've taken it to the next level. I think if you can get a guy to have matching clothes with you, that is a big feat. Michael. Yeah. Do you wear matching clothes with your wife? Oh, absolutely. 
You do? Sure. You that do? We both have I Christmas. We have Christmas and Christmas sweaters just like so this. Sweet. See? Uh-huh. See? So this is part of a love story. I agree. This yes. is a true love story. So you see Brandon babies. Exactly. A wedding. And I'm excited for all of it. <laughs> Don't you take this away from Actually, me. Actually, yes. Mike is our resident Swifty. <laughs> okay. I I the Swifty in me sees the Swifty in you, Mike. Thank and you. I, I feel seen. I I'm so glad because yes. I and here's the thing. I I want to be very clear about this. I I, it's been a minute since I flexed my publicationship muscles. Ooh. And so I am not as skeptical about things in the same way that I was when I worked here. Yeah. But I will, I, I really don't, I really am not coming down. Okay. The hallmark of a publicationship is not whether or not it's real, it's whether or not they're leveraging the relationship for the public. Yes. Yes. And these two are. Absolutely. So so I'm not getting into any kind of discussion or argument with anybody about whether or not their love is real. Yeah, that's I can't know. You can be in love with the person and also use your relationship for publicity. And and honestly, they are. And I do truly, truly, truly believe what Anne Helen Peterson said in that piece on her Substack. (laughs) about how she is orchestrating this like a love story. Yeah. It totally is. I mean, this is like they're going to the Sadie Hawkins Day dance and they're both wearing (laughs) their plaid shirts and their overalls that match. I mean, that's what we did in high school. Yeah. When you went to a dance with somebody, you wore an outfit that matched theirs. I mean, he is falling in line with what every woman wishes they could do to their boyfriend or husband. Yes. Not every woman, but a lot of women are like, please, wouldn't it be so cute if we watch if we wore these matching shirts? Mm -hmm. And uh, for instance, Alexis on the morning show Mm -hmm. on Hill will not do this. He will. She wants him to wear matching clothes with her and he won't do it. (laughs) And so I would just say compared to like, he's like, no way, no way. I think one time she because they have such an adorable son, Mm -hmm. he got. He wore a matching outfit with his son, mm-hmm. but I don't think the whole family like she wants matching it all the time. <laughs> Maybe not all the time, I but so on Hill that. is like, no, I'm not doing that. I will confess that on holidays, I have been known to coordinate the family outfits. <laughs> that does not happen any longer because people dress themselves now. But yes. I did. I leaned heavily into that. So I again. I see this as an adorable way they're telling their love story. Do you? I know you're super into Disney, which we're going to uh-huh. talk about coming up next. But um, do you, when you go to Disney, there are families that have matching, like sometimes it's 15 yeah. people yeah. and it, they have matching shirts that say like the Robertson family. Do you do that? No. Okay. The only way I would do that is if I were there with a very, very large group yeah. and it was a way to see each other if we yeah, got separated. Yeah. You're like, but there they are. Other than that, I wouldn't and my and I will just tell you right now, this tells you a lot about my family life. My kids wouldn't there's no way. They would never do it. Not ever. Never. They would prefer if nobody knew that they had parents. <laughs> At all, <laughs> and the twins don't want to twin it up with don't, twin no, outfits. No, and if they happen to accidentally dress a little bit alike, so I used to dress them alike a lot when they you were little good. before they had opinions. I'm glad, oh. yeah. <laughs> but that, but now that they have opinions and they're <laughs> teenagers, sometimes they'll kind of dress alike, and I'll be like, by accident, I'll be like, can I get a picture? And they'll be like, 
only for you. You cannot share this. Oh, that's so cute. I know. Uh, Nick Cannon spends a ridiculous amount of money at Disneyland every year. And we're going to break down what all of this $200,000 could possibly be. Oh, my goodness. Coming up next on My Talk. For $200,000 a year, if you're Nick Cannon, uh, by the way, welcome back. This is the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Colleen is here for Brad this week. Um, Nick Cannon admitted that he spends $200,000 approximately at Disneyland every year. He does have 12 kids, and he said that he's there at least once a month. I mean, okay, so... I'm actually glad that you're bringing a a mathematical exercise to this because I think, you know, most people probably go, oh, well, he does have 12 kids and, you know, he goes every month and then just like lets that be the end of it. But that's let's let's carry a couple ones here. If he wins 20 times a year, which is possible. Yep. That's 10,000 a trip every single time. I don't, okay, so I do know, know thanks to Jason Matheson, that mm-hmm. the private tours that you get are really expensive. Okay, so, I got so, to go on one with him yep. and Colin in a large group. Yep, okay, so here's the only, here, I will, I, I do want to add this. For, beyond the special tours, and they do have like a ton of amazing behind the scenes tours, it's and those really are expensive. Cool. Yes. <laughs> But oftentimes what celebrities will do when they go to the parks Mm -hmm. is they actually hire somebody who's a team member or Mm -hmm. a a cast member to escort them on all the rides. Yeah. And they do that for their entire trip there. Yeah. And that, I think, can be pretty costly. That's what we did. Oh, you did that? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I thought you meant like you did like a tour, a backstage tour. No. No, No, you had had like an escort. We had what celebrities have. Ooh, fun. And I just want to thank them for mm. letting me have that experience that I'll never have again. I mean, it's <laughs> bonkers. It is. Uh, the the It was really expensive. It was thousands of dollars because that it was a large wild. group. And our guy um, also used to, like, there were certain celebrity families that just wanted him. Yeah. And I believe one of them is Ariana Grande. Okay, cool. So there, that's his personal like that's person. celebrity family that he takes around. So I feel like if you do that every single time, because sure. I think celebrities don't ever just show up at the park no. and just walk around like it's no big deal. Um, they get the escorts to get them on the rides and all of that you kind walk of right stuff. Up. Yeah. So I feel like okay. So I'm I'm adding that up. Here's the other thing though is I guess I could understand if. They were staying at a resort. Oh. But I don't, I doubt he is because he's got to have a place in LA. Yeah. And Anaheim is, you know, yeah. a drive away. Yeah. So I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. Like, let's say he spends 5000 yeah, on a tour. Yep. Uh, of the personal, like they take you, you don't really walk around the park that much by your, you know, like they yeah. take you through the back gate yep. so that you don't have to mingle through the crowds mm-hmm. that much. Um, even if that, like, let's say he spends 5000 mm-hmm. on that a trip, there's still another 5000 mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. I, you, right. What? 
Like I don't understand. You can only buy so many things. You only have so many arms to carry all the things. Yeah, all stuffed animals. Like here, do you want this princess castle that's way overpriced? I mean, that's the only thing I can think right. of. Right. That they're going into specialty shops where it's like, oh, that's two thousand dollars for that bust. So that's why I was <laughs> clarifying with you. Mm-hmm. I did this off the air. Is it Disney World or Disneyland it's that land. he's? And that is the thing that's remarkable to me. For sure. Because if it were World, I could imagine a scenario where he had to travel there, stay on property, whatever. Like yeah. that would that would cha ching cha ching. I mean, that would add up real quick. Yeah. But if I'm assuming that he is just you know, hopping on over, just hopping on over for the day, uh, that's that's bonkers. It's insane. Also, I, I would like to give him some tips on how to lower that. <laughs> yes. Like, you know, first of all, he should have a season pass. I don't yeah. understand what he's doing paying that much. I mean, surely he's thought of that, right? I, w- I would hope. Um, uh, number two, I think, you know, either split meals or bring a bagged lunch, buddy. I, I don't think you need to spend that bring kind of money on food. Lunch. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe I've been there once or twice. You can get a collapsible water bottle that you keep in your purse, and then you just fill that up at the water fountains. Then you're not buying a bottle of water every single time you get thirsty. I just am saying, as a mother of a family of five, mm. I have some cost-cutting measures <laughs> that I've been known to take yes, on yes. a trip or two. I So I'm just thinking now, it isn't just him and the ki- Let's say he takes three out of the 12 mm-hmm. kids. Um, it's not just them. He has assistance. Right. He is paying their way in and also and paying also for the paying. day a wage. Yeah, that's true. And the that's tour. True. And all of their expenses there, all of their meals. That's true. So he probably goes with an entourage. Yeah. It's not just, you know, five people. It's That's probably true. like 20 people every time. So now I'm starting to think of... Maybe that is accurate. Maybe he actually spends more. <laughs> yeah. He's probably bringing their mother. Maybe he should check with the accountant and see if it's actually 200000 he's spending a year. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would be so paranoid. I can't even imagine. I don't know. Celebrities and their money has always, because you'll hear people, a lot of celebrities are like, I don't talk to my brother anymore because he ran my finances and Mm -hmm. he stole millions of dollars from me. And it's shocking. It's so surprising. See Britney Spears. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I think I would have like, you would have to have some sort of a, even if you have an outside firm doing, doing this for you, Yeah, they still can steal from you. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I would be so paranoid. I'd be over their shoulder every day going, let me see the receipts for today, what's coming in and what's coming out. I can't even, I don't know. I feel like celebrities always have to be watching their back because Mm -hmm. somebody is going to be trying to get near them for all the wrong reasons. It's, you know, back in the day when I was in college and a theater major, I thought I wanted to be an actress. I thought I wanted to be, I really loved acting Mm -hmm. and I wanted to also be famous. Right. And I am so glad that I'm not famous. Oh, yeah. Because with social media pressures and cancel culture Mm -hmm. and um, all the pressures, I just don't think it would be fun. Well, and then, you know, the flip side of that is when you think about working actors who are, they're working 
doubly super hard and they're not making the big bucks, Mm -hmm. but people might recognize them. Yeah. I mean, that's the other part that that we don't talk about as much. Yeah. Is, you know, there is a very small sliver of people that are Nick Cannon famous. Yeah. Right. But then there's all these other working actors who people probably think have a lot of money, but they don't. don't. It's just gig to gig. Yeah. And people probably want to be close to them, too, because of the attention that they get. Oof. I know. I think it's just a mixed bag. It is. Plus all the things you would see where you would want to speak out, like things that weren't right and align with your morals. Yes. And you'd want to keep a job all at the same time. Gosh, yeah. I think you're in the right business, Dawn, is what I'm trying to say here today. Yes. There's a difference between wanting money and wanting to be famous. Right? I just want the money part. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And not the fame part. I'm willing to work hard for it, but not the fame part. No. No, I do. You know, it's interesting. I remember when my kids were younger and they would, you know, I think everybody goes through a phase where they're just sort of enamored with the idea of fame. Mm. And my kids would be like, oh, it would be so easy. It would be so great to be famous. Your life would be so easy. And I would say, "I be careful. Mm-mm. Be careful what you think about any other lifestyle because it all comes with some sort of baggage. Totally. And I'm not saying there's not perks like trust. Do you want to go to Disneyland and have a personal tour every Sounds time? Sounds great. Of course. Sounds great. Uh-huh. But yeah. the reason you have to have the personal tour every time yes. is because you can't walk through a crowd uh-huh. without the crowd being around you. Because somebody's going to throw something at your head. Thank you. Stop throwing things at celebrities. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what is your... So you were talking off the air about um, the difference. You know, what do you like about Disneyland? Oh. Because I'm from California yeah. and I, you know, we used to go all the time. It's really the only thing we did to the beach in Disneyland. What do you like about Disneyland? Okay, so that you can't get from Disney World. I like so they're very different experiences. Mm-hmm. And I also believe you probably have a have a deeper love for the first place you visited. Mm. So for me it was World. So mm-hmm. I love World more, but yeah. I don't dislike Land. What I like about Land is that it's smaller. Oh, much. Way smaller. Very small. It's far easier to get around. Yeah. Um, there are some attractions at land that you don't have at world. Like the, the, you, there's like a whole radiator springs area. And for a mother of a child who could not possibly get enough cars in his life oh. when he was a kid, it was like a really nostalgic thing to visit that area. Oh yeah. And really cool. Um, so yeah, there are certain things that are at land that aren't at world. Yeah. I, I actually think that space mountain at Disneyland is better than the Space Mountain at Disney World. So there are certain things like, oh, and you can't get the Matterhorn in World. That's you can only true. get that in Land. So there's a couple things that you can get in Land that you can't get in World. And and I do like that it's smaller. You feel like you can tackle more in a day. You, that is a really good point because yeah. I can't tell you how exhausted I was every day. I know. Hoofing it through the park with Jason and Colin Whose legs are a million yes. miles? <laughs> they broke me. Yes, but I was like limping and just like it's fine. I'm I'm still coming. I you have know? a 17 year old who's like <laughs> his seam is like, like up to my shoulder. Yes, yes. And every time we're walking, I'm always like bringing up the rear and like, and they're always like, "Mom, why are you going so slow?" And I'm like, "Because my legs are three inches long compared to you, right?" But you put in easily, easily about 10 to 15 miles. 
when you're at World. Oh, yeah. Every day. Yes. And you can do all of land in like two days. That's eat true. Without any, and you've seen everything and done everything. For sure. So I don't know. I, I also feel like if you're, if this is the travel agent in me, <laughs> if you're thinking about having a first Disney experience with young kids and, like world seems oh. really intimidating. I would oh. say go to land. Yes. And you don't need to rent a car. You can get there and get on property and you only need a few days, like a couple days. Yeah. And you don't even have to stay in any of the properties. Like you can stay at an embassy suites down the road and get shuttled to the front and still have a great experience. True. It is two totally different things. It is. Yeah. And and the perks of that, I never thought about that because I just thought Disneyland sucks. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, I suppose it once would you if go it was like world. normal to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, not just normal to oh. me, but like just the fact that, I mean, world has, you know, Animal Kingdom mm-hmm. and Epcot, which I love more than anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but yeah, very good point. Okay, we have to get going and play a game with Mike. I can't wait. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Uh, we're going to play a game with Mike and we're going to get out of this uh, Kelly Clarkson song that I'm listening to. I'm like, I don't need this on a really gray day. No, it's just going to put you right to sleep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Time now to play along. It's Game Here's your host, Mike Ganger. One thing that will not put you to sleep is game show roulette. Although, find out. Let's spin the wheel and find out what game we are going to play today. Spinning that wheel. Where's it going to stop? Oh, that's a long wheel. I know. What's going on today? Oh gosh! Okay, <laughs> this is Game the of first time Colleen has ever played this game. Oh, okay. No, it, it is Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones. Yep. Sorry, sorry. Uh, See, I can't even get that one. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so bad at this. Wait, the- we're gonna play the Game of Thrones. <laughs> better be ready. Oh gosh, I mean, I don't know if anybody you'll, can be ready for all the incest and murder. You notice there's a sword on your right. I had my assistant put that in there. Uh-huh. Thank you. There's a guillotine outside, so <laughs> whatever you need. Okay, here we go. This is uh, Game of Thrones. No, it's not. It is actually string quartet. Ted Showdown. And what this oh. means, Colleen, is we took a whole bunch of different uh, songs. Or and we somebody. hired an orchestra. Yeah, exactly. I love, wow. I, you guys have such a great budget. Yeah, yeah, we've been working on it. Thank you very much. I'm just waiting to get a supermarket for them to run through. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. But um, what they did is they took a bunch of modern songs and uh, they did a string quartet version of them. So let me give you an example. You might hear this. Recognize that song? Yeah, uh, that is obviously Taylor Swift. Do you have to do the title? So in this game, you can give me either the title or the artist. I would have accepted Taylor Swift. Okay. This, of course, is Love Story. Love Story, yeah. Oh, so yeah. there you go. This is uh, that's the game. So I've got uh, five of these six. If we need a okay. tiebreaker, <laughs> I think she's going to be really good at this. We'll find out. You don't know. And it's simply going to be me starting the song. And as soon as you think you know it, yellow at your name. Okay. I'll stop it, and you guess again. Either the artist or the song. Okay, good. Okay. String quartet showdown. It's a race to three. Uh, we do have a tiebreaker if we don't get to that point, or okay. if there's a tie if uh, you guys miss one. We let so. the whole song run out. Bradley and I just stare at each other. <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> We're like, I don't know. It should be fun. Let's give (laughs) it a whirl and see. I know listeners love to play along with this one. So here we go. Here's your first song in String Quartet Showdown. (laughs) 
Colleen, that's I've had the time of my life. That is I've had Yay! the time of my life. Bill Medley and, and Jennifer Jennifer Warren's. Warren's. Yes, oh, best God. part of that song is at the end when he just screams, "I had the time of my life." Yeah. It's great. My mom was go. in high school choir with her. Oh, oh really? No kidding. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Anyway, no, I just want to listen to a little more. There you go. I mean, it's beautiful. It is. It is, and I just couldn't. Sometimes I just start relaxing into the song, and I'm like, "Oh wait, I'm playing a game." <laughs> You're like, I'm riding the elevator. Uh-huh. I'm going to the 12th floor. <laughs> yes. You are playing a game, a game that you are now trailing okay. one to oh, zero God, to clean. See? But it's okay. Don't worry about that. Okay. Just, just, again, just uh, let the music take mm. you over. Okay. And then just remember once remember you recognize that you're it, playing the game. you are playing a game. <laughs> yes. All right. We move on to song number two okay. for String Quartet Showdown. The two of you ready? Yes. yes. All right. Tell me the name of the song or the artist of this song. That's Coldplay. That is Coldplay. Is that yellow? That is yellow. Yes. We actually talked about it last week. That's why I wanted to include that for sure. I also have to teach myself to just listen to the melody and not the harmony. I know. Because I always listen to the harmony in songs. Yeah. It is Coldplay Yellow there. So it's a two to zero lead for Colleen. You could lock it up here on this next one. Yeah. Although we'll play the other three if it gets to that point. But uh, Dawn, make sure it doesn't get to that point. Steal this one away. I'm going to steal it. All right. (laughs) I can't even say it with (laughs) I'm so busy. Like, I'm in the zone and uh, I'm ready. I'm I'm receiving the music. I'm extremely excited about this. Oh, good. Let's give it a whirl. Song number three of String Quartet Showdown today for Game Show Roulette. That's Nicki Minaj. It is not Nicki Minaj. No. So, Dawn, you get to hear a little more. Okay. Oh. Take your time. Oh, God. You're going to ring in? Uh, Is it pink? It is (gasps) not pink. I'm sorry. Oh. That is Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion with (gasps) WAP. It totally is. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. Wow. I also have to like fully there's so many things that go on in my head when I hear these songs. Like that's a really difficult song to play yeah. on the violin. That is phenomenal. That's great. I now only uh, want to listen to that yes. for eternity. <laughs> Mike had his um wedding um that had, was that what not that we didn't lovely come out bride to no. walked down the aisle. <laughs> I wow! Can, uh, I was like, "What is happening here?" Actually, we can. I can pull that up here. I think I got it saved in here. Oh my god! Not the WAP that we walked Thank down the aisle you. to. 
<laughs> it was raining. Oh, never mind. Let's okay. go on to the oh, next yeah. one. Here. Um, we are going to move on to song number three. I'll see if we can get to my wedding song okay. in the time here. But again, you okay. guys got song three. Uh, okay, okay. Song three. I'm... And again, Don, you need to get these last two to force a tiebreaker. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Here is, let me make sure I start this at the right place. Here is song number four. Again, this is for the victory for Colleen. What song is this? Watermelon sugar. That is Harry Styles. You're exactly oh right. Great it is job. for the win. Nicely done. I think there's a big part of me that just gives up. After. No, you gotta <laughs> stick with it. You gotta get to the chorus, and then you start feeling it. Yeah, the and chorus. Then, yeah, yeah, the chorus is probably what got mm-hmm. it for you. It just didn't come. Get to, to me. that hook, and then you just then you're in it. Yeah, I won. Well, Thank you. That can we fun. still just listen to the last one? You absolutely can. Okay, Here we go. Here see. is the last yeah, one. Just for fun to see if okay. you guys could have gotten this one. Colleen. Yep. Oh, dear. Oh, oh, gosh. Okay, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. I had it, and then it left. I'm sorry. You had it, and then it left. I hate no it when guess? that happens. No, I have one, but I can't remember. Well, the pressure's it. off, so I guarantee you Don's yeah, going to get I it. Know it always gone. works that way. Yeah, I always get it whenever the pressure's <laughs> off. Anything? Oh, oh come on. Don. Yeah. Is this Prince? It's Prince. Let's go yes. crazy. Yes. Ah, it was like there and then gone, and then I couldn't remember it. Okay, I've redeemed myself. I at least got one. Let's get nuts. <laughs> there you go. Let's Shrink. go. Fun? That's oh my gosh, I love that. Even fun. when I don't we don't win i still have a really good time well because it's like beautiful music it's beautiful listen if you ever have an opportunity to see an artist that you love backed by the minnesota orchestra at orchestra oh. hall it is a treat Ooh, it is the most wonderful thing i have seen um i've seen ben folds do it twice and he's oh, wow unreal yeah and then i saw the indigo girls once there oh, nice. with and it's so wow. cool you guys and also, another thing that they do there is you can go and watch an actual film while they play the score of the oh film. Oh, my gosh. And it is so much fun. It is wow. so much fun. I can't remember what this year's is, but um, we did. We saw Elf last year oh like God. that. And it's it's just like it just warms your heart. That's so, so anyway, cool. it'll give you that entire vibe right there. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, coming up tomorrow, Colleen is here again. I want to talk about, have you ever had to hang a picture with Matt? Oh, yeah. On the wall? Oh, yeah. How about two large canvases? I'm going to talk about that tomorrow oh. and how it really, there were things. It tested the relationship? It did, It yes. happens. Yes. And Lori and Julia are up next. Bye. Bye.